Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always always better better when Salt and Pepper come together. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. I literally almost said my name is Lisa. (laughs) Today my name is Lisa. (laughs) Today my name is Liv. Liv, you, you gotta wear gray more. Everyone looking at the video now, but the great, you can have that sweater vest. I mean, I'm selling it, but you can have it if you want it. I'll try it on again. Okay. Um, she's wearing gray and it it really accentuates her blue, green, blue, green eyes. Um, nothing like me getting offended when someone, when I ask what color my eyes are, I need everyone to say that they're green. I I said one time they're like a bluish green and it was like a conversation for an hour. They are, and I was like, gray. "What? I haven't heard that one yet." I was like, "It's either gray, your or eyes green are the or same blue. color as your sweater right now." That is a good thing. No, I'm not tell- I don't like that. That's okay. so boring. That's so unique. Are you joking? The most common green eye eyes. is brown. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I know, I don't have brown right, eyes, so it's still unique. But green is the most unique. I'm unique. Gosh just making okay so on today's um, episode and probably opinions okay everyone loves these yeah and we've been having issues because we're like now that we're more christian we should like be like jesus so we're like how do we do this without being like totally offensive so we're just gonna make fun of other christians i think is like where we did yeah exactly like we can just make fun of our own kind right which i would like to say just because we're more christian now does not mean i'm like changing (laughs) like i think we can all be like we can all be sarcastic and funny like i don't think we're like let's eliminate this and people love our hot or not an unpopular opinion so i think we still can do those but maybe we'll just be like take it down just like one notch yeah i i think from what we've recorded so far People would be less offended, but like, oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, since you're Lisa today, oh, do you want to do your current, current obsession? obsession? Sure. Um, so my current obsession um, is the Dr. Dennis Gross Vitamin C Serum. So I know we've been talking a lot about skincare and Jan Marini is our godmother <laughs> skin godmother god fairy um but like the vitamin c serum from dr dennis gross it's worth the hype yeah it lives up to it i, I feel think about glowy. it a lot. i feel tight you use three drops i feel like a resurgence in my skin it's expensive how much was it i think it's 80 okay how do you do you remember uh, how many ounces or how long it lasts I mean, it'll um, last you 10 times longer. I'm using the appropriate amount. You only have Good. to use three or four drops. I'm guessing it's going to last me three or four months 
So okay. I don't think that's that bad. Yeah. And maybe don't do it. Like, you know, there are days where I don't even leave the house. So sometimes I'll use a different vitamin C serum. Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially if you're trying to save money. Yeah. Um, but it's, and I got the moisturizer, just the travel one. It's so good. Yeah. Like, if I'm just trying to clear everything out. I just want to use Jan Marini and Dr. Dennis. Like, that's what I'm aiming for. <sighs> it's expensive. It's really expensive. It's worth it, though. It's yeah. an investment in your future. Dermis. It is <laughs> future dermis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what I'll, I'll be able to do once I'm done with Jan's stuff. I don't yeah. know if it's something that I'll be able to keep Continue. doing. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just hope she just keeps sending it to me. Right. That's <laughs> the hope. Um, what's your current obsession? Uh, my current obsession. It's funny because you started talking about this in the last episode we recorded. Um, I have been resetting my food and drink intakes. I've already kind of been doing that with caffeine. Um, it just makes me feel uh, discombobulated. Um, resetting. What do you mean? So resetting. Um, I felt really bloated. Mm-hmm. Like um, that's been happening every period that I've had, which mm-hmm. is common. Yeah doesn't have to be but But some are worse than others like my last one I was like I look pregnant so that's a part of me always thinking that I'm pregnant when I'm starting my period I'm like I'm literally so bloated right that I I will have a child like I'm nine months pregnant you're gonna have a baby um like I actually look like I'm four months pregnant like when I'm like that bloated and I just feel really gross so I was ovulating and um because I checked my cycle, I was like, I should not be this bloated right now. And I had already been thinking about realistically when I can get back into a good routine with my food. And that really made me like, okay, I just like, I want to, and that's part of me like working out again is just like, I want to feel better. Yeah. And if I'm bloated now, I know that I'm doing the right things and that like everything that I'm doing is fine and it's not coming from like me eating poorly or Whatever it is. So I still like give myself grace periods, but I'm getting back to I felt my best, not even just looked my best. When every day for lunch I was eating kimchi, Mm -hmm. I was having green tea every day, which I still do a majority of these things like kimchi and green tea. Um, So cute. I can't stop looking at her her in the sun right now. She's like, that is so cute. I'm going to be her right now. Um, uh, So um, eating rice. and um chicken I haven't been eating as much chicken I've been eating a lot more beef and I think my iron's down and you know the sun yeah not being out all the time anyway that's good so yeah just yeah I I think I eat a lot of hot pockets and honestly I'm just like uh, (laughs) probably hot pockets I eat out it's like what do you think that is um yeah just eating better it sucks because if I say I'm going to do something, like, I know I'm going to do it. And I think there is a change I have to make in my life. Yeah. I don't think I can have gluten anymore. Oh. I I know nobody can tolerate gluten. But, like, I feel It's gone to disgusting. a point. Disgusting. Mm. And I think that's why I was breaking out. And I think that's why I'm so bloated. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Same. That's why I think I was doing so good yeah. with rice. Yeah. At least just I'm doing less. Which... I don't eat gluten during the week. Like, I don't even have bread in the fridge, I don't even think. Maybe I do. But, like, it's very rare. But it's, like, when I go out or if we go out a couple times on the weekends, I just feel so gross. And so I think it's time to not have gluten, which is depressing. Yeah. Obviously, sometimes I will because I don't have, like, celiacs. But yeah, 
just unfortunate. Luckily, we live in a time in an area where there's a lot there's of so things many that options. you can do. Yeah, there's and so many options. And yummy options. Like we had Chick fil A last night and they have really good salads there. And yeah. also getting th- their lettuce wrapped. Uh-huh. And then you That's can still like, get fries on the side, mm-hmm. like in for another carb. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, should we get down to the silver lining of the week? Yes. Okay. So my silver lining is that Arturo has had one year free of cancer. Yeah. So super excited about that. He was nervous because he did feel a couple lumps on his neck and it was really scary. Um, But he was just sick. So his lymph nodes were um, swollen like anybody's would be. Um, So they just did his scans a little bit early. And I can't believe it's already been a year since like his first scan. Um, And so, yeah, four more to go. And then still fear, but less fear. But yeah, just really happy. And he's just been feeling really good. And, you know, yeah. It'll be great to have him on the podcast soon. Yeah. Go through all the details. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my silver lining is, um, did I talk about how we took the pacifiers away? No. I can't remember. Yeah. From math? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> technically bear too. I mean, we didn't give them to him. <laughs> he's four. But, like, my mom would, because um, he would, like, kindly ask. <laughs> Grandma, so can funny. I have the pacifier? May I? Like, um, if you can ask for and it, my mother you don't, in law. Yeah, you don't <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, we stopped bear at one and a half before Mav was born. But then Mav being born threw it off. Mav took a lot longer because we were just waiting for a good season. And it has never been a good season. So now that it's been, like, three days... We've totally even forgot about them. We was said there just like a couple. Was there a couple moments of tantrums or no? No, no tantrums. Just like, where is it? Oh, that's even sadder. Yeah. I feel like if they were screaming, I'd be like, get out of here. Yeah, but no if they're screaming. Sad, it was just um, like, oh, the trash man took it away. Remember, we watched the trash man take <gasps> the binkies, and he goes, the trash man the has tr- it. Trash. And then, and then, um, even that's Bear will funny. be like, oh, but at Grandma's house and grandma and bika which is my mom sent videos of them throwing away the pacifiers for the boys and so everyone participated and without me even asking i was just like hey like we're getting rid of them the trash and so they know they're like okay and what bear did at my mom's house he goes but we can go to the store and get new pacifiers she's like no no maybe daddy can go to the store oh my gosh if i were you i would just hang them on the wall just a little (laughs) bit out of reach so they can just to remind them of like where they are (laughs) where they are in like the Uh, hierarchy well that's good it's good to just rip the band-aid off with stuff yeah they've they've been doing great good yeah probably just start sucking their fingers like i did until i was eight yeah bear went through the short stint and i was afraid of that because that's harder yeah but oh, it went away. It was like not even a stent. It was like a couple days. I sucked these two fingers and I had calluses here for years. Staff too. Mm-hmm. Hot sauce. What did your mom do? She said, you need to stop doing that. And I said, okay. Oh, yeah. You were that kid. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it was it was going to hurt my teeth. And then my sister more, the thumb sucking is what does it for a lot of kids because it pushes your teeth forward. Mm. Um, but I think, no, you know what it was? I had my... It's called my ma. My mom still has it. It's like basically like a little shambles. 
And she said one day, because I had my ma and I sucked my fingers, and she said one day I just said, I'm getting too old for this and I need to stop doing it. And then I just, I guess I just stopped. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, that's called resilience, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, okay, great. Well, should we get into um, Unpopular Opinions Christian Edition? Yeah. Woo! We haven't done a you in there. You over there in the back, you come tell us your unpopular opinions. <laughs> I would love to know your guys' unpopular opinions. I actually would too, especially like Christian stuff. What's funny is like in the in the podcast space, there's not very many Christians at our caliber in our place. <laughs> at our low at our low caliber. caliber. <laughs> well, our caliber because we are our own subset of we Christian podcasts. Um, but TikTok has all of this stuff. Everyone's like the Christian, the Christian. I've seen a lot of like Christian ick ones yeah, that are so really funny. funny. Christian icks are really funny. I know icks you were saying aren't like a trendy thing anymore, but they're funny. They're so funny. Yeah. 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 When we make fun yeah. of ourselves, it's funny now and they do. Oh yeah. Other people can't. It's, yeah. No. It's like when you say something and then your partner says something and you're like, like how, how dare, dare you? you? <laughs> <laughs> or someone about your partner. What? No, that's me. Wait, someone about your partner or like a like your it's like, like you can member. say something and someone yeah. else does and you're like i'll kill you yeah <laughs> like i will actually mur- let's take it outside <laughs> okay do you want to start you have more than i do um okay so i wonder how many things we're gonna agree on with each other so my unpopular which i don't even know if they're unpopular opinions i just feel like everybody should think this yeah this whole it just makes me laugh thing of like getting called to a life of singleness like that phrase uh-huh. of like this is where I'm at in life like I prayed about it and like God has called me to a life of singleness but every person I know that has done that has just dated somebody like three or four months after or wait what's your look on your face I can't tell oh like why yeah just keep going oh okay uh-huh. <laughs> I was like are you disagreeing I can't tell um or I've heard that even with people that are like out of marriages and like God has called me to be single for a couple years and then they meet somebody and then they're married. It's just like this weird thing of like, are you sure God's calling you life of singleness? Or are you just like single right now because you can't find anybody yeah. to date? And like, that's also cool. Uh-huh. And like, I'm not doubting that there might be some people that God's like, you just need to chill out and find me right now. Yeah. But like, it's weird that that's like a phrase like if you told somebody like oh, in the world like yeah this is a very commonly used phrase they would be like what is that even like you're getting called to what mm-hmm. be an existing human being who just yeah. lives their life you know um so at first it was me like oh you think that's like a weird thing that people are like called into singleness yeah and then um it was me agreeing because <laughs> um and then me agreeing and then you saying uh christians will then date and i'm like oh like after being called so i yeah as far as like biblically how i feel about it is um so not of course right um but i i think that people called into singleness might not even know that they're called right and if they do know they're called like if you're like like the lord has told me then it's like then you don't date like that's yeah. not like something that you then choose but right. I think that there's like a season for you and seasons can be like years totally. or like most of your life and then yeah. you can get married when you're older like we have a, a friend in their uh, 40s who dates yeah but he's single for the most part yeah. and um 
he essentially feels like he's supposed to just be single and he's fine with it. Great. And um, earlier in his life, he probably just like everyone else wanted to date and marry and like that's the life. But that ended up not being it. And a lot of his life is devoted to the Lord and missions and doing things. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, so, yeah, there's like different like subsets of like Mm -hmm. being called into singleness. But I don't I think for the most part, it's not this like, well, I've been called. It's like you haven't found it. You just haven't found it. It hasn't. Or it's like, yeah, that's not for me. Yeah, because I think a lot of people use the word called as well very loosely where it's like yeah how do you know that like did you just like feel that in your heart or did you like audibly like did God come to you in a dream like everybody has it different but I'm like you have told me God has called you or talked to you about a lot of things like are you sure that's not just like maybe your own free will making these decisions you know so Uh, yeah yeah. is it like this just fleeting feeling sure and you're like okay like epiphany I'm supposed to be called and then like oh wait but now you're married (laughs) yeah or it's like getting called to do missions it's like that's a call that's a calling and then it's like yeah and do it we are supposed to serve (laughs) yeah go and do it like why do you need to tell me God called you to be a missionary go do it like that's what we're supposed Uh to do like let's just do it you know yeah yeah I definitely agree okay um we talked about this recently black and white agendas in the Christian world so interesting yeah it's like you either suck or you're going to heaven (laughs) yeah yeah um I think what can be really frustrating is this is what a Christian is supposed to look like and do but um there's so many different cultures and denominations Mm -hmm. and uh they all think they're like doing as far as black and white agenda people they all think they're doing the one and only thing. Mm-hmm. And um, that's within, you know, multiple religions, but within like even like evangelical Christians, it's so, I'm just, I'm just, I'm bored of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so like, how can you be so narrow-minded yeah. when all you need is Jesus? And right. of course, you're supposed to, um be set apart but at the same time being the world and not of it you know there's it's like they'll they'll teach on something and say um like stop doing these things but then they'll leave out culture like everything's out of context Mm -hmm. as far as those conversations are usually concerned and it talks about like I just feel like this is the right way to do it but then I'll bring up a scripture and they're like well I didn't look at it like biblically I'm like you're like what? <laughs> well, then, then culturally, what we, then like traditionally based, exactly. Like because yeah. of what you've learned, and um, that's what the Pharisees did. And so why why are you doing what the Pharisees did? Yeah. So that's that's frustrating. Yeah, because ev- everybody has their own convictions. Apart from the things that are very clear in the Bible, which exactly. I think a lot of people go against the things. Funny enough, I think a lot of people go against the things that are like, oh, that's literally just written right there. Yeah. Um, but then they have like this. Like they don't follow it. Yeah, they don't follow it. It's like you're because who can't get political with Olivia here? Mm-hmm. But it's like you're so mad about the liberal agenda. But like you get drunk and you were having premarital sex. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't 
like look at another you know what is it like look at the speck in someone else's eye when you vlog in your own it's mm-hmm. just like come on we need to have some self-awareness it's like you know how many times I don't actually say like the things I really believe when it comes right. to politics or like things that I believe should be legal and stuff because so many Christians have such big issues with mm-hmm. it without looking at the bigger picture there's a bigger picture yeah. here people like a uh, Christian doesn't just look one way they're not just like these conservative farmers <laughs> in mm-hmm. the Midwest and I think that's like what a lot of people think Christians look like so mm. it can be hard a lot of like outside of the Christian norm or even a lot of Christians I know that are very like we are conservative through and through mm. this is who we mm. voted for this is why if you vote for this person then you're voting for you know this this and this it's it's the same thing that the other side does it doesn't right. matter it doesn't yeah. really matter where you're at people just make blanket statements yeah it's so frustrating yeah or calling people out and then they just have like hardened hearts and they have no grace for other yeah. people. It's like, no. just stop. Yeah, it's just so stop. it's literally so frustrating. So as you guys know, I'm super passionate about like health and fitness. And um, I've been talking a lot in the past few months about upping my calorie intake and also my protein intake and it actually is really difficult I aim to eat about 100 grams of protein a day if not more and that's actually really hard to adjust your body to eating that much protein but one thing that has helped me so much that I literally eat every single day or I guess drink every single day is the Organifi protein powder so you can get multiple flavors there's chocolate and vanilla I personally love the vanilla so one thing that's really great about this protein powder and what's really easy about it too especially if you're on the go like I am it contains 20 grams of protein per scoop Um, so on days that I'm podcasting and I might not have time to sit down for a lunch I will always grab a protein shake so it has no soy it's dairy-free vegan non-gmo and 100% whole food Um, and it also has pea protein quinoa pumpkin seeds which is really good for hair growth by the way Um, vanilla bean digestive enzymes which really helps me because I have a lot of food aversions and then it has no fillers and it has pre and probiotics which is so necessary for your gut health Um, and I've noticed such a huge difference since starting to take this protein because it's not only that it just fills me up but it actually gives me energy and it makes me feel really good Um, when you take this protein it will improve your digestion boost your immune response and promotes your mood which again is awesome because if you're on the go you're having a protein shake and you need to get in protein powder it's like you want it to do more than just one thing and you know for a fact and you can rest assured that these are really good ingredients and they are going to do a lot for your body so what I'll do is I will grab a shaker and I will put some unsweetened almond milk in it um, and then I add a scoop of the protein powder sometimes I even add two if I'm going in for a really long day and then I add all of my other supplements so if I have collagen or chlorophyll mushrooms powder all of that type of stuff so I will go ahead and just add that all into the shake shake it up and you literally just taste the vanilla and it it tastes so good Organifi just makes it really easy to know that all of these ingredients are really awesome for you and you can rest assured in that so if you are wanting to try this 
protein powder, or anything else, you can use code SALT and PEPPER for 20% off your total order. So not just one thing. Or you can go to the show notes below and it will take you to our landing page and that automatically takes the discount off on the website, which makes things super easy. So like I said, you can use the code SALT and PEPPER, that's S-A-L-T-A-N-D-P-E-P-P-R for 20% off your total order. Trust me, it's worth it. Um, so just like this mommy thing. Okay. I bet I have this. (laughs) (laughs) I just think, and I'm just going to throw this statement out there. It's going to be strong. Okay. I've never like really wanted to have kids and I've been more and more open to it. And a lot of Christian women have made me not want to have children. Mm Mm-hmm. Which that is not how it should be. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because of this weird, how many times can we say agenda of like, this is how a Christian mama looks. Mama. You stay at home and Mm. you breastfeed for just as long as you possibly can. And you go to mommy groups and, you know, you just talk about it. You cry and you hold your stomach and all these things where it's like, are any of those things wrong? No, do whatever you want. No, none of them no. are wrong. But like, I don't have to do that. Though. It's forcing it on other people. Forcing this it is on what other people. You're supposed to look and as like a when Christian, you become a mom, right? Mm-hmm. I've had somebody say to me, "I'm really interested. I'm really interested to see what it looks like if you and Arturo have kids, because like it's going to be really difficult if you're working, because like." they're like a woman needs to like be at home with her kids so I'm just like it's going to be really difficult for you I'm like why are you not talking to him though because we're pretty equal with how much we work we pretty much Mm -hmm. work the exact same so if I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom why aren't you talking to him about how it's going to be so difficult for him like of course there's that nine month process and into months after recovery and all the things but like as far as raising the child what does that have to do with me? Like we're a yeah. team because that's what we've decided on as partners. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. The first few months, I'm like, totally get that. Yeah, it's hard to like let go of 100%. the things that I want to do. Like yeah. there is that part of me that feels so selfish because I'm like, and then I get pregnant. And I it was when I was talking to you on Foxer. Yeah. Then I get pregnant. Then I can't work out because I can't walk anymore. And I'm always in pain and I'm going through all this. And yet Zav just gets to go through life and he gets to keep his job and he gets to do all these things. And I'm, I'm learning for myself. Okay. He tells me like how he would have loved to been able to like carry a child. And if he could, he would take that burden away from me and how like all of these things. And I'm like, I can appreciate what my body can do. It's um, it's a it mir- is amazing. It's a miracle. It, yeah, <laughs> it's you a know, disgusting it's, miracle. It's amazing. I think the Lord's like really helped me enjoy things and like get me excited, like for the potential of having another, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. But it ha- it has been frustrating, feeling like I have to be put in this box. Mm-hmm. And I tried so hard to be a part of that box. And then in the process of being pregnant and after having kids, I'm like, I just don't fit that mold. And um, it can make me like really emotional. But it was like, it was Jesus telling me, that's not 
how you have to look. That's what the right. world is telling you you need to look. Like, mm-hmm. I made you who you are. Like, please be that. Mm-hmm. Like, stop listening to all the other voices. I want you to continue in the things you're supposed to do. Almost like, you know, I understand it's hard. This is a sacrifice. Um, In the same way Zav has to sacrifice, like, he wish he could be home all day with the kids. Sure. And if I made enough money and I could work full time, he wished that he could stay home with the kids. Zav didn't like have this calling and I had a job. He would have been more than happy to switch. Right. And um, so just like even like putting myself in my husband's perspective and like thinking, wow, he's like even like allowing me to be the mom that I am and that I'm not this like ushy gushy type of a person but allowing me to be who I am I know that he's reflecting Jesus in that so totally um yeah it can be really frustrating that there's this way that um Christians are telling us the way that we should be and act and perform totally and it's like and even if I like chose to not have kids this idea that I'm basically not like woman enough Mm -hmm. like that feeling I get from Christians of like why do all my friendships start dwindling down and then all the mommies hang out together and I'm like I totally get it like you Mm -hmm. have things in common now but it's like it definitely does shift if a woman doesn't want to have children and unfortunately Mm -hmm. it's more accepted in the world than it is in the Christian communities yeah but I just if anything it almost makes me upset because I want to push harder like if I ever got pregnant I would be like I want to freaking have a six-pack and be working out till the day I go into labor like I almost Mm -hmm. want to prove people wrong more and be like oh yeah well look what I can do because of all you stupid people Mm -hmm. which that's a me issue but it's still frustrating that there's just this weird idea of this is how a Christian mom looks and I'm like actually how Christian mom looks is like she straps her kid to her back and she goes out into the field (laughs) and then she like makes food and like tills the yard lawn like God tells us to do. Right. So that's actually how a Christian woman looks. But yeah. you can go ahead and just stay at home and then tell me what you think from yeah. your tower. I mean, we talked about this in the homeschooling yeah, podcast. Um, go on and on. But yeah. Okay. Do what you're called to do. Yes. And be a mom if that's what you feel like you should be. All these are about women. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's like who we are and who we're talking to. Uh, I had a similar one to you. Okay. So modesty only being for women. Um, Cover your boobs, ladies, that are literally grown from your body because you're sexual. I I know that like, uh, I what like men can be aroused f- more easily than women, but trust me, I have lusted over a man by seeing his arms, sure. especially in circumstances that are the same or at, or like outside of normal circumstances. It's a and heart posture. Exactly. I've had to tell Zav, yeah. I'm like, you literally can't wear that while you teach because yeah. I would have thought things. Sure. And that's like, it's twofold because it's my own thing, but it's also like, where are you at? Mm-hmm. Like, so being appropriate for where you're at. So like when you're in church, yeah, maybe don't wear the shortest shorts that you own, but where it's appropriate, be appropriate. But why yeah. are guys not really being told that as much? Well, it, it definitely is just, did I already say it was a heart posture? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It is a heart posture. <laughs> it's like. Okay, good. It's a heart posture. It's a heart posture <laughs> for the third time. It's like, for me, I am not going to lust after Arturo with his shirt off. If he was wearing a, a, a suit, a plaid suit, are you kidding me? It's like, same. that's so good looking, but it's like, yes, have self-awareness. Don't be hanging out all over the place. Why are we doing that anyway? Right. But it's like, yes, women are made to feel like they are 
only sexual beings. Women are only told in junior high where they have the modesty talks where the boys go play dodgeball. It's a it's a stereotype because it's real and it happened. Mm -hmm. And it's like we had to wear board shorts and guys could run around with their shirts off. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I get it what you're trying to do. Like you don't want to cause your brother to stumble. And Mm -hmm. I totally accept that. But like there's a lot of things that should be talked about to men too and teaching them to not look like they're going to stumble by looking at your butt. How about you teach them to not look at a girl's butt? Yeah, I think that there are way more conversations that older men can have with um, the younger generations of men yes. rather than just telling women to cover up. And because if anything, like like let us breastfeed when we need to breastfeed mm-hmm. and not make it a sexual thing because it's absolutely not. Right. It is not an inappropriate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. This kind of goes along with it, but this weird idea of like Christian men, and I say it's like the Christian man side hug where it's this weird thing of like, like I can't touch you or like go to coffee with you or compliment you Mm -hmm. because then like I'm dishonoring my wife or like I can never be alone with you or give you a ride. Like I've known couples who have made that rule. Like you can't get a ride from somebody Mm -hmm. else. And it's like, I understand there should be some boundaries in place, obviously, especially if someone may be struggling in the partnership. But like, why are you giving me a weird side hug? Like, why are you treating me differently? It's almost like patronizing that a Christian man. It's almost like a pat on the head. Like they're there. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Which I hate. I mean, that's why I love it when Arturo like compliments you or compliments my Mm -hmm. friends, gives them genuine hugs because it's not sexual. It's loving as a brother in Christ. Like, why do you... Why does it have to be sexual to hug mm-hmm. one of your friends who's a female? If anything, that just shows, we've talked about this before, that just shows where your mind is at if you feel yeah. like you can't do that. Yeah, it makes sense. Boundaries, like, you know, if that is going to make a man stumble, then totally yeah. do it. It's not going to make me stumble. Like, no. you know. If anything, I don't want you to hug me, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. <laughs> Literally the same. I have felt the most comfortable around um, guys who, like, full-on hug me because it tells me like oh that's not what you're thinking of Mm -hmm. because it's showing them that they're not thinking about whatever happens in a hug right you know like yeah oh so glad you're not turned on right now um yeah yeah it's it's really interesting interesting. uh I know ministry sounds exciting (laughs) but don't do it unless you're called that is, yeah. yeah, it is so not glamorous. I can imagine. It is not for the weak and goes to show, literally. Yeah, that's, it's a hard life. It's a very hard life. Being like a wife of a doctor or a missionary. For real. Like oh my time. gosh, yeah, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah. I was like full on warned by my sister before um, saying I do. She was like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and I don't regret it. You know, I I I felt called yeah. to not marry Zav necessarily, but like what he's doing, that was like what I wanted to do was to church plant um in a different country, but it's okay that it's in America. Um but yeah, definitely feel called to it because if you're not, you're gonna notice and you're gonna be doing it with the wrong intentions. Yeah. Don't do it with the wrong intentions. Yeah. Oof. nothing to say about that but that's hard yeah um okay so 
I guess, well, we kind of talked about it last week's, but I don't know. I'm going to talk about that. Um, so this is just for, I think, everyone, not just the Christian community, but this idea of like following your heart. Like you should literally never follow your heart. Yeah. Like it, it, it purposefully says in the Bible, do not follow your heart is deceitful and it's mm-hmm. wicked. Mm-hmm. It's literally like God telling us, I gave you a brain for a reason, you dumb, dumb. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that is, which I've seen this a lot in Christian couples, making decisions based off of emotion, mm. making decisions, you know, to maybe get married really quick so you can have sex because you're abstaining mm. or going into a marriage really, really quickly because of emotions you're feeling and not knowing about it or mm. going to, you know, whatever it could be like, yeah, going into ministry because like they're really feeling emotional about mm. it. Like a lot of these things I see, especially younger Christians, like 1920, mm-hmm. it's like they romanticize everything yeah and it's like life is not romantic life Mm -hmm. is not a movie life you need to base things off of fact Mm -hmm. and you need to base things off of reality and if your heart is telling you to do something wait one year longer like you think about it like if you feel called to do something or whatever it is wait longer see what happens in that time you know yeah yeah just because you're called into something doesn't mean you're supposed to just jump the gun and a lot of times you're not just supposed to go head straight on to something you're being prepared for it before you do it totally and um yeah I I think that um like one of the things that I was thinking of adding to this which goes along with that is like when you're so excited about like becoming a new Christian or like really getting into your faith and you're making all of these heated decisions and you're thinking that your life is gonna like this is all that it's gonna be and it's like yes But it doesn't have to just be this huge emotional, like that's how, that's what I have seen, especially when I was um, in college and I was like leading other people my age. I was like, hey, so excited that you're stoked about this. You're going to fall off the wagon because you are overexerting yourself Mm -hmm. and this is not the way of Jesus. Like you're supposed to be taking breaks. You're supposed to be going slow, like take something on. It's like anything, like take something on if it's too much for you take the responsibility down a bit, like be honest and open about it. If you can take on more, you'll be given more. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, you'll want to do everything and you're so excited and everyone's excited for you. But the burnout is so real. Don't allow the burnout because you might come away from the faith, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like working out. It's like starting a business, like you're following your heart or whatever it is. Right. But hey, like what's your plan though? Like same with, yeah, becoming a Christian, but what's your plan? Okay, you're baptized, Mm -hmm. you've accepted Jesus. What is your plan? Sometimes nothing's supposed to change. Like, okay, the Lord already has you where he's supposed to be. Yeah, it's just your life now. Like it's just your life. He's just a part of it. Now you talk to everyone about it. Yeah, and that's the part of things not being romantic. And that's what people think is like people romanticize having a business or a podcast Mm -hmm. or being self-employed. And it's like, this is the literal opposite (laughs) of romantic. This is not sexy. No, (laughs) in no way. And I think you can just get into trouble when you start to like listen to those emotions and listen to your heart. So Mm -hmm. if you ever feel like you want to do something based off of what your heart is telling you I would really reevaluate that run away yeah don't just don't do it probably yeah yeah think about it longer so yeah yeah 
That was fun. That was fun. I wanted to like talk about clothes though because we usually do. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Yeah. Um, well, we hope you guys enjoyed that. It was a little bit more of a fun kind of serious episode. So mm-hmm. if you guys liked it and related with you, make sure to screenshot it and share it on your stories. Um, you can tag us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast and then find us personally at Olivia Cronin at Lisa Brosser. You can also find us on TikTok. We're going to start doing dances, right, Lisa? Uh, to Salt and, Pepper Pod, Salt and Pepper Pod. Um, and please, if you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review. It means so much. And I think that's it. So it's always better. When Salt, Salt and Pepper, pepper come together. together. Bye. Well, Shakers, thanks for listening to today's show. We are so happy you took the time to listen. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We will make sure to send you a message. We love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.